Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's time for Joyce's Thought of the Day on News Talk 850 WFTL. In the aftermath of the vicious and evil attack on Israel, some corners of the right have begun to question whether the U.S. ought to involve itself with the conflict at all, on the grounds that Israel is not America, and therefore the fight is inconsistent with the principles of America first. On one level, I understand their hesitance. No one wants to see the right aiding and abetting, say, a U.S. move to attack Iran, which would easily spiral into World War III, no doubt to the delight of the Nikki Haley's and Liz Cheney's of the world. However, supporting Israel's efforts to defend itself need not extend this far, and no movement that claims to defend civilization should ever oppose crushing, vile, barbaric terrorists, particularly not when those terrorists' entire ideology is nothing but the leftover detritus of Soviet influence campaigns. Fortunately, there is a way to not only thread the needle, but to actually strengthen the America First agenda, as practiced by President Trump in his first term. As President Trump himself recognized when he brokered the Abraham Accords, America First need not mean America only. It would be better for America and for the world for a lasting peace to be brokered in the Middle East, which ideally would place Israel in a commanding position while isolating committed enemies both of Israel and the U.S., such as Iran. Make no mistake, Israel's counterstrikes can help to achieve this in one very special way. They can take out Hamas. Let's be clear, even relative to the admitted bitterly anti-Israel Palestinian population, Hamas is a radical outlier, a literal terrorist group patronized by Iran and by Lebanon's equally noxious Hezbollah. Hamas is a radical Muslim Brotherhood cell with openly anti-Semitic and genocidal intentions. They also, not coincidentally, are the rulers of Gaza, the territory which Israel originally abandoned in 2005, but whose self-government they are now revoking, and which they are blockading and hammering with airstrikes as we speak. Because Hamas is so extreme and so uncompromising, even relative to other Palestinian political entities, it would be wrong to conceive of them as rational political actors. Rather, they are more like rabid dogs that their patrons selectively allow off their chains at opportune times. This attack, for example, was clearly encouraged by Iran in order to scuttle Israel's ongoing talks of normalizing relations with other Arab states, such as Saudi Arabia. That they were able to manage this is a failure that can be laid entirely at President Biden's feet. Nevertheless, the Hamas attack did its work. Peace talks between Israel and other Mideast states are now on indefinite hold. Get Joyce's Thought of the Day anytime. Subscribe to her podcast right now on the all-new 850 app and at 850wftl.com.